Grandpa Jim. Motivation Central Station. Glad to be back on. You know, this show's about setting some goals and, you know, I've got some major goals that I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, Definitely we will be talking about them as we move forward. My father became ill over the past six months, nine months, and passed away recently. Um, We actually buried him yesterday, and it was quite the little ceremony. My father was a man among men. Any of you women out there that are single moms, never, ever think that you need a man in your life. My father was raised by his mother in the 1920s, and he also... uh, was surrounded by females so all the other aunties helped raise him and then he had a bunch of sisters and a brother or two sprinkled in there but my dad raised me and my siblings in the 1960s after a tumultuous divorce from my mother uh We can go into that on other episodes, but uh, in the 60s, I remember going over to friends' houses and getting the door slammed in our faces saying, your parents are divorced, you can come here. (laughs) By the time I got in junior high, half the school was divorced, and that certainly changed for sure. And so uh, definitely uh, my dad was... Uh, a war classified as a World War II veteran with honors. Uh, we had a military type service at the funeral and then at the burial yesterday. It was something that I never thought I would do, um, but I'm really glad and I really connected. Uh, my dad uh, was cremated, he was placed in a cemetery grave next to my brother who has been there since 1974. Passed at 16 years of age from cancer and so that was very devastating to our family at that time. Uh, My mother not being around, uh, abandoning the family and then my brother passing, my dad stepping in and was just a wonderful father for all you single fathers out there too. Uh, You ever want to talk shop? I do have a friend that is raising two children on his own and I have the unique perspective of being a child raised by his father and I know today it's more prevalent uh, than it's ever been that fathers are helping raise their children. But, uh, so, anyways, um, I know you have tuned in because of the Kyle Rittenhouse title on this episode, and we're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, For those of you that have followed me in the past, I'm a mental health professional. I have two, two licenses in the state of Wisconsin, one as a alcohol and drug counselor, Um, It's an AOTA license with the state. And I also am licensed with a peer support. Uh, So I help people on a weekly basis that are coping with addiction uh, and or mental health, schizophrenia, depression, anxiety. So I always try to bring in some health tips for everybody along with, I guess, some morality because... um, about the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, and I'll get to that in a minute. But I want to talk about thoroughness 
being thorough, like doing your work very well done. You know, the guy that hurries, whips through his work, trying to get more work, you know, he's not likely to get called upon um, to provide a service again. The guy that's thorough, um, super slow, might not stay on a job. So I guess it's trying to find that middle ground in all that you can do. And if you can combine speed with thoroughness, wow, the nation, the country, your neighbor, (laughs) they want you. They want people that can, uh, you know, uh, get jobs done in a great way. And what's really awesome in this economy and our population is aging by the minute Home services are taking off like never before, and I do have a gutter cleaning business in addition to the social work and the comedy school that I run. I run the comedy college in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, some of the time in Chicago. I used to be full-time in Chicago. Uh, Some of my students you may have seen on HBO, Comedy Central, Uh, But that's for another day. So uh, what I would like to dive into, one is, you know, be thorough, you know, and that's a great asset and trait. And some of you probably are already, and some of you aren't at all. And so uh, hopefully uh, you got a little bit out of that. Um, So then I want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, okay, in the state of Wisconsin, which I reside in the state of Wisconsin. So a lot of the coverage was day-to-day here on local news. Uh, The ones that weren't covering covering it on their channel had links to a camera, you know, that you could get on there and take a look at. And so, um, you know, number one, our state went off the rails in with gun violence so about a decade or so ago when Scott Walker, our go- then governor, he ran for president against Trump. You might remember it was the debate where he was, uh, Scott Walker It was owned by the Koch brothers and what was funny about it was Donald Trump You know, Scott Walker was back home doing all local media about how he was the next great thing, how, um, you know, he turned these things around in our state, which he did some really curvy shit, for lack of better words, when he got a mine passed through. Um, They, uh, Scott Walker was the first governor in the union to just... um, while the Democrats were out of town, um, they didn't want to take a vote on this. Scott Walker uh, eliminated anybody's right to form a union in our state. And uh, so a lot of union jobs went away um, and thus wages fell. And, and so now people work for a lot less money doing the same job with no benefits. While the corporation, the business owner, re- you know, has um, the highest profits uh, ever in our state of Wisconsin. Um, So uh, fast forward, um, Scott Walker passed the open carry and gun law. And um, so by every legal right, and I hate to say this because morally, I think it was way off the rails, but I guess Kyle Rittenhouse, because of that law, was legal 
to carry his gun, even though he was from out of state, even though the gun was purchased uh, through a straw purchase by an older individual who gave him the gun. Um, none of that factored in. The judge threw all that stuff out early on in the trial. And it really came down to could the prosecution prove that he threatened anybody? So there was a hell of a lot of videotape on this kid. It was amazing. However, they didn't have that linchpin where he was um, being aggressive at people, you know. And I don't know if verbal can be considered uh, being aggressive, like I'm going to shoot you. So they didn't have that evidence. With that evidence... Uh, if somebody can provide it, maybe see it later. Maybe they could do a reach out trial on this thing or whatever. But he is going to be held up as a martyr, uh, like the, uh, you know, he's the new Charleston Heston of the new uh, NRA for sure. Um, he also was on, I listened to different countries radio programs when I go to bed at night. It's uh, pretty common for me to listen to the BBC some South African radio and Canadian radio. He was mentioned on every one of those broadcasts. So he's his name is worldwide that he forever will be the guy, um, in my eyes, kind of a vigilante um, that took the law into his own hands. And um, so the moral aspects of this whole case is, one, where was his mother? Like, why isn't, why wasn't he playing video games like any other 17-year-old. Where where did this kid ever get the gumption that he was going to go save the world and take a rifle? And that's the other thing to me. You know, this law lets people under the legal age, you can't buy liquor uh, in our state till you're 21. You can't smoke cigarettes till you're 21. But a 17-year-old can carry a firearm murder several people and then walk away scot-free and the right I already seen that uh, Carlson Tucker was doing a video production on him and uh, you know they had the foresight that if he won they were going to make millions of dollars off of this kid and they already have started that ball in motion folks you're going to see him on t-shirts you're going to see him uh, mentioned in any type of right-wing media. You're going to hear every um, Republican on the right that's running for office. You're going to hear about him. Um, you know, you're going to hear about him, um, you know, in their campaigns. And believe me, you know, so it, it's a tragedy. The moral... You know, Gandhi said it best. The fall of a nation begins in the home. You know, what kind of mother is preaching this to her kids? Where did the country get so far off the rail that people are afraid of each other? And the ones carrying the guns are the ones, the ones that are for the guns are to be the ones to be afraid of. They're the ones that storm the White House. You know, it's like, I just don't get that whole thing. And, and first of all, too, with Biden and his new plan, um, to build back better. I personally love it. Um, he's got a lot of uh, great things in there that will make us a first-rate nation and catch up to some of the European countries in, um, you know, how they take care of their people's 
their uh, citizens' health, their citizens' ed- education. It's all being done in Europe. And yes, it costs taxes to do that. Take my tax money. I'm not going to be here forever anyway. You know, a few bucks out of my pocket to help our nation become stronger, better, respectable in the world. I'm for it. Tax away. <laughs> really. Uh, you know, most of us, too, would will benefit more from government money than we ever will. Uh, you know, most of us would be being on the other side of things. So um, I hope you... Uh, understand where I'm coming from with Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, Unfortunately, in the state of Wisconsin, it was legal. It came down to the laws, and we have to respect the laws, um, even though um, these people got killed. I, I, you know, hopefully they, families can pursue him in civil court, which I'm sure they're going to do, and get some damages for all the cause and harm he's done. Um, I'm sure um, other juries will see things um, drastically different. So, other than that, if you can say some prayers for my father and my family, uh, they would be greatly appreciated in this difficult time for us. And, you know, so um, there will be more reporting on this subject. So hang in there and uh, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. And remember, try to go help another human being. Be Christ-like. <laughs> the right is always saying how they're for religion, but they want to take everything away from people that helps them. So God bless you all. Have a wonderful day.